the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, our number 308-8867, 308-8867. On a beautiful South Texas day, we're here at Millburgers with <laughs> under the nice bright shiny skies with the sun shining. It's absolutely gorgeous here at Millburgers, and we encourage you to come Mel- on out. Melton's been eating pretzels with peanut yeah. butter in the middle of them. Is that is that kind of wild for you, or <laughs> you? Uh, but. Um, no, nah, it's a little drizzly here. That's okay. It hasn't stopped anybody from coming out. Uh, we're watching somebody here uh, doing some shopping. Got Trace up here on the porch with us. The diehards are here. Yeah, it's it's always kind of interesting that uh, um, real gardeners shop no matter what the weather yeah, is. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So I think that fits everybody out there listening. You got a lot of pretty stuff out here. The nursery starting to, to look more stocked. like spring. Yeah, uh, lots of perennials. Uh, Plant of the weekend, I think, ought to be redbud. Oh yeah, we got them on special. They're all twenty percent off. Uh, we've got a number of different varieties. Uh, I think there's still a few Texas, uh, different sizes, and then some of the fancy leafed ones. Some of the ones that have the red leaves. Some of the ones that have the uh, Martha Stewart green look to them. That uh, that lime green color, and they're all twenty uh, percent off. Martha Stewart. It's a real. It's like it's like that chartreuse green. Was that the color of a prison outfit, or, or what? What was the deal? With? Green is the new orange. Um, oh, oh, okay. But you know the the color of the ipoma, the the the, the chartreuse ipoma. Yeah. That's that's the color of the leaves. So uh, I, I just was wondering about the Martha Stewart in. You break. You're breaking Jerry in kind of slowly to that. Wait until he sees the lime green fire bush. Uh, I've seen it. I've pointed it out two years in a row, and every year he looks at it the same. <laughs> yeah, does I was given one he have by a deep, the, a deep sigh, and I was given one by the distributor, and uh, we planted it out. And uh, at times I like it, and at times I say it's chlorotic, you know. But it froze back this year. My, my my mother plant, and uh, but it's coming back from the roots. It, it's just like firebush. Yep. It's a sport of firebush. They find a green leaf. What is the um, the bloom? Is it the uh, red or is it a light? It's still orange. Orangey, huh? Yeah. 
It's, it's kind of given that background. It's, it's the same color as firebush. It's, it's a sport of firebush. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't uh, does it bloom as much as a typical firebush? I, I haven't been able to keep them long enough to find that answer out. Uh. Most people buy it because of the unique. I was just thinking of it as that for that fall patio plant. You know, it's kind yeah. of different. If it, yeah. if it bloomed, you could you would have a that that striking look. Plus plus it would. Uh, Meet the needs of the uh, hummingbirds. Like, like all variants, and uh, uh, they they don't they don't have as much chlorophyll. That's why they're so they're yellow. So they're not uh, probably don't bloom quite as much. Uh, but that, like I said, it it uh, it has sufficient blooms on it. It's not off bloomed or not enough. Uh, speaking of red buds, uh, uh, Neil Sperry said his wife's favorite tree is a red bud, and he had a big article in his uh, in his uh, uh, weekly newsletter that I get every week, and uh, he was talking about uh, the different kinds that they've got now, and um, the the old sta- and showing the difference between the the standard. But they they're grafted. They're the uh, some people call them Oklahoma. Some people call them Texas redbud. Tech, right. uh, so a lot a lot of people call them Texas Oklahoma redbud. Depends on where you're from. But they're grafted. Uh, and then we do have the Mexican redbuds Man, as well, which yeah. is another really good one to to plant here. Yeah, and he, he was showing that he's the, the problem with the. Mexican red, but they have they have the same heat tolerance and same uh, uh, tolerance to the sun. That that thick leaf and shiny leaf, but uh, you never you never know the uh, the flower color because they're seedling. So uh, that's right. That's why the Texas Oklahoma redbud is a graph, and and some others uh, he he listed in his newsletter. Uh, and Forest Pansy was the uh, original red. Yep, there's a few of those. A- actually, Rising Sun, I think, is one of the ones yeah. that's out there that has that, that yeah. uh, lime green foliage. If you, uh, you want to be careful if you plant them because they're they're more temperamental. So yeah. there's the, it's the right spot to plant. They them. definitely need to be under storage trees. They're definitely yeah. under an under storage tree for those. And those are all eastern red buds. Yeah. Uh, those fancy leafed ones. So under storage trees best. Where, where you can water them during the drought too. Yeah. Whereas our Mexican and Texas and Oklahoma, they're pretty invincible. I think the forest pansy redbud originated here in San Antonio. Uh, I think Mr. Fanick found it, and uh, and I think for a long time Aldridge was the only one in the United States producing it. Aldridge nursery right here, Von Army. I, I remember getting ball and burlap ones. There you go. Forty years ago. Years ago, yeah. But now they've become more popular, so people are growing them. So we got them on sale. Yeah. Uh, all the different sizes. You know, we, we, some of those fancy leafed ones we only have in five-gallon can. Uh, but things like the uh, Mexican redbud we have in larger ones. Uh, the Texas we have a few small ones, and we've got a lot of bald and burlap. So if you want a, an established look, uh, we can actually do that. Cool. Plant them. Yeah, plant them in the edge of your. They're really a wonderful transition tree because they can take that shade and they 
and then they show up at this time of the year with that red bloom. You you don't even notice them most of the year. Yeah. And then they're it's a striking uh, a, a plant, and that does that. We talk about that transition. A lot of landscapes just have turf grass and tall shade trees. Yeah. It's always desirable to have some middle-sized plants in there, and red bud's one of the best. Well, um, we're going to go to, to the phone lines now. We have Dave on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey there, Dave. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good. What's going on? I just... Uh, y'all are talking about those red buds, and we've got a lot of pretty ones. But uh, on my property, I've got maybe two or three that I can buy. And I wanted to ask if, uh, if there's any way to collect any seed from those. I'd like to try and propagate some to put up in the front part of the property, and I didn't know if there was a way to do that. We had bought an old, I think it turned out to be some kind of eastern red bud or something, and it never did well and, and died after a few years. Yeah, they just can't. They have trouble with their droughty weather. Now, I have mine. Mine recedes. I've got... Uh, Little red buds coming up? Yeah. Of course, it's just they're not in the same league as hackberry or mulberry. Yeah, yeah. But... Uh, they uh, they do you seed, so I suspect you could just grow you could grow them from seed, but you don't. Just like Jerry talked about those Mexican red buds, you don't know exactly what you're going to get. You but, don't know what color the blooms yeah. are going to be. But I mean, as far as dark, they won't be dark pink like the or dark dark. Well, they, they call them red, but I think they're dark pink. Uh, like the, but the little the, sir, yes, sir. But the little red buds that I've got on my property. How do I collect the seed? I'm not really sure uh, about. You uh, they have them. they have seeds uh, after after they bloom and the, the uh, you get the seed uh, when they turn yellow the on the tree yellow to uh, brown. You have to collect uh, the blossoms and, and, or and no 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 you wait till after they bloom and they form okay. a seed. Okay, and and so the plant's got the leaf on it and everything then. Oh yeah, right, right. And 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 the seed pods are kind of evident if I get up to it and. Oh yeah, the, the seed pods have a wing, a little wing, a little. Uh... Are you in pretty good health? Feeling pretty good. You know what he's going to say? No, because think... he's going to say it takes a while for him to get the bloom. <laughs> but this is a this is a worthy gardening project. Quit it! They're twenty percent off here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've got uh, known varieties and pretty blooms and things like that. So uh, uh, you can you can try to grow them from seed if you want to, but yeah. it's it's a long drawn out deal especially until they bloom by long and drawn out we're talking uh uh before they bloom five to seven years now they germinate relatively easy yeah they germinate real easy so you could try that i never have grown one in a container i don't know how 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 they are i haven't either but once they're once they got a root system 
I know I've cut, uh, we decided we didn't want our uh, Texas red bud where, where it was, and so I cut it down one time. <laughs> and I mean, it was back up just like a crepe myrtle. From the root system. Yeah, yeah. just like a crepe myrtle. And those seedlings, once they get past that, <coughs> the, so the naturalized ones, once they get by that third year of growth, then they start growing pretty fast. Yeah. Has, I haven't seen any of them bloom yet, though. Usually I don't leave them that long. But if you're not feeling real well and maybe wake up with a cold sweat in the morning, come on over to Mill Burgers again but 20% off. Okay. All right, 308 Save you a lot of time and trouble. That's our number. What? Save you a lot of time and trouble. 308-8867. What else is going on, Trace? Well, I just want to remind everybody that on the uh, March 11th from 1030 to noonish, we're going to have David Rodriguez here for the uh, free gardening seminar, and it's going to be on spring vegetable gardening. So which vegetables to pick, how much sun, what soil prep needs to be done. That's next Saturday, right? Yeah, what fertilizer needs to be applied to get the best production. for your home garden. All right. Bring a notepad and a pen. Yeah. And, um, David look. had, what, about 40, 45 folks the last time? Uh, I think, yeah. Yeah. Think so, and this so. one's historically a good one, so make sure you get here early. Uh, we will have make sure we have plenty of seating, but uh, the earlier you get here, the closer you are to him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, y'all, y'all are one sitting in the back row, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's amplified. The easier, so the easier it is to hear him. Yeah. Uh, he, he has been bringing a speaker system. Oh, okay. that, that, that work, yeah, yeah. So it's it been working. It's wow. been working great. So you don't have to sit close to him if you don't want to. <laughs> you well, make him stand up on a chair so we can see him? No. no, but he is at the bottom of the amphitheater, and everybody else is sitting down. So that, oh, okay, that'll that, work. That still keeps everybody at eye level. Makes him, makes him look taller. Yeah. Now, <laughs> David is going to talk about Jerry Jerry giving his presentation with the walker. Uh, he, David walker. might be calling in here shortly, the way things are going. Yeah, defend himself. Hey, so what else is going on? And the uh, week after that, Rosarians. Yep. Let's see. Oh, my glasses are wet. can't read it. Yeah. March eighteenth, from ten till two, the Roseran talk roses at the nursery. Yep. So they're going to be here from ten a.m. to two p.m. Right. So everything you want to know about roses and then some, uh, how to prune them, uh, how to feed them, what insecticides and fungicides they're having the best results with, and you know they're dealing with their roses every day, so uh, they know they know what's working and what's not yeah and each one has an opinion of what's what's true and what and with, of course with jackie jackie gone now they, <laughs> they may even be more diverse because they're not, not nobody to bully them <laughs> that's true hey we got martha on the line at 308-8867 hey there martha welcome to millburgers gardening south texas how are you doing today doing fine thank you what's going on well, uh, somebody recommended a new grass called Discovery Bermuda for a uh, for a, a place in my yard, and I was wondering, is, has anybody heard of it? Not me. Oh, no, okay. No, no. Why? What they recommended that for a place in your lawn? Is it they? They didn't recommend that for a shady place in your lawn, did you? Yes, they did for a shady place. Oh, uh, forget no. it. Yeah. Oh. No. Okay. Yeah, Bermuda, Bermuda. When you say Bermuda and shade, that, yeah. that don't go together. Bermuda, okay. full sun. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, one more question. Uh, what about Wedelia for a ground cover? Wedelia? Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of a, kind yeah. of a wild and crazy thing. I bet I bet anybody that Wedelia has done extremely well uh, in Laredo and, and around the Corpus Christi area where it stays warmer. Uh, some people were trying to trying to try it as a ground cover because it has pretty little yellow flowers on it, right. uh, or orange. Uh, but uh, it's very cold sensitive, so I bet oh. this last winter probably wiped it to the ground. Now, I don't know whether it killed it or not. That's that's the question because I know we had somebody that reported that it was killed and they asked us a couple of weeks ago whether it was going to come back or not uh, and we had to debate we had to kind of look at them we don't know for sure yeah because it's it's sensitive sensitive really sensitive okay so uh, so well, what are you looking for a ground cover in the shade is that what you're doing well that shady spot in my yard what kind of grass should i get that <laughs> Well, there's really not any kind of good grass that grows in for sure. Well, Jade, is that under, is it a live oak, live oak trees or under live oak trees? No, it's not under a live oak tree. It's under, uh, I think, a ligustrum. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's, that's even thicker. Yeah, that's hard because their roots, their roots are real uh, close to the surface. I've got a lot of those ligustrum, the tree ligustrum that are naturalized in my yard. And I don't have a one that anything is growing under there. I, yeah. I don't yeah. try to. Okay. So that's going to be tough. Um, I guess I'm going to have to grow rocks, huh? Well, uh, you can use mulch yeah. under there. Uh, that uh, that bark mulch, you know, the the medium-sized bark mulch under under and around that. Yeah. Or, that the one I like is really attractive and easy to use is that cedar mulch. Yeah, right. It's a little more expensive than the bark mulch, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but both of those okay. look nice under those lacustrum. And you can okay. also, you can always go to uh, Asian jasmine. I might never grow under there. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's pretty thick, huh? Well, it's it's it's, it's thick. That's competition. Thick, but, but the roots are so shallow, yeah, and it's, it seems to be a great competitor. Yeah. Even the okay. weeds don't uh, don't grow under it. Okay. Yet. Alrighty. All right. All right. Thank but, you so much. The, the, Good luck. We can know that the Bermuda won't grow under. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Martha. All righty. Thank you. You take care. we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go over virtually to uh, UTSA and find out how the community garden is working right after this. Uh, it's the dedication day. This is Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Uh, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. 
Oh, man. Spring is here, and it's time to get your spring gardening going, and it's time to go to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some terrific savings. You'll find tomatoes on sale, including Phoenix, Celebrity, Red Deuce, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato HM1823. These are all in the four-and-a-half-inch pots for just $1.99. How about planting some beautiful geraniums? Millburgers has all the beautiful geraniums you could want on sale for just four eighty eight in the six inch pot. Looking for petunias to brighten up your yard? Not a problem. Look for them in the four inch pot at Millburgers for just eighty eight cents each. Millburgers has begonias on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Are you getting the feeling that Millburgers has everything that you want for your spring garden? Well, you're right. At Millburger Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m., the answer. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Uh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow. It smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at Kyolic.com. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's a number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 1531C. Hello, folks. Ruben Doron here from Jerusalem. So glad to be back in San Antonio and again inviting you to experience Israel with me this coming November. We'd love to meet with you and tell you all about it to take that opportunity to elevate your faith to the next level, experiencing firsthand, seeing how the Bible truly comes alive. This coming Monday evening, we'll get together at 6.30 p.m. at Metamoros Restaurante at I-10 in Dizavala. 6.30 p.m. We'll let you go home by 8 o'clock. Looking forward to see you. All the details at 9 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. And 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's a perfect day to give us a call and be a part of the show and tell us what you uh, want to do with your garden, see if we can't help you. Our number is 308-8867, 308-8867. We're going to go over now and talk to Keith, Dr. Keith Mulestein over at the University of Texas at San Antonio and find out uh, how the uh, dedication is going. Uh, Doc, you picked a great day to... Actually, I guess you did, because it's rainy. That's a good thing, right? Won't have to water the plants in. That's true. That's right. It is a great day out here, fellas. Uh, Thanks for having us on. Um, You know, i got to tell you, i got to hand it to these UTSA students. They came out here, uh, rain or shine, and uh, put on a good show this morning. Uh, We had our ribbon cutting uh, and our dedication. We had about uh, 40 students out here. Uh, putting seeds in the ground and, and uh, some small sprouts uh, in the ground and, uh, and working that garden on a, on a fairly rainy day. So I can tell you for sure uh, those plants are well watered in. That's good. <laughs> good deal. So what did you end up planting? I don't remember. Did we talk about that last week? We did a little bit. We, uh, we grabbed a list from uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons. And, uh, oh, we, dear. We, uh, yeah, so we, we did a bunch of that. Let me let me introduce you to our uh, student project coordinator for the garden, uh, Mr. Anthony Govea. He can tell you exactly what plants we put in the ground. Definitely. Uh, so hey, our garden Anthony. committee, hey, how's it going? Uh, okay. Our garden committee, we uh, did a three sisters plot, uh, obviously corn, squash, and beans. And we did some cover crop, uh, did some strawberries, and, uh, you know, some herbs. And then another large plot, we had a lot of uh, tomatoes growing. And so uh, just a lot of vegetables. Very cool. Well, Anthony, we got uh, Dr. Muelstein's uh, picture of the garden and the purpose behind it. Give us uh, give us yours from the student perspective. What, why are you guys doing this? So it's really about driving the uh, issue of sustainability and uh, providing for yourself. Um, being able to maintain a garden and, like, learning the principles and practices of maintaining a community garden, you can apply that to your home life, and you can grow, you know, fresh vegetables at your own home. Uh, a lot of areas in San Antonio are uh, food deserts, and a lot of students, you know, they're low income because and being able to grow your own food and being able to, uh, you know, have fresh produce that you've made yourself is a really valuable tool and a really valuable skill. And that's one of the main things that we want to, like, focus on because it's a uh, extremely valuable for students. Is participation in the garden a class in and of itself, or is it um, voluntary? How does it work, and how does it roll over from semester to semester? So it's completely voluntary. We have a committee that uh, maintained uh, students, uh, mostly student orgs, and and a few staff and professors, and they maintain the the process of having the garden upkept throughout the years. And uh, basically, student groups can just apply. It could be a registered student org. It could be a group of students who just know each other very well. Individuals can apply. And we even have uh, professors, uh, like professor groups, departments apply. Very interesting. All right, good. Gavin, did you? Well, I was just, I was just thinking that the ho- hopefully everybody will be tolerant of uh, setbacks and. Uh, you know, so it's just like our gardeners that uh, that we talk to on the radio show every day. You know, some some of those things you mentioned are going to work really well, and some of them are not going to turn out the way you expected. So you'll have to kind of learn, learn and progress. And uh, 
And I was I was wondering if we should maybe get you some uh, Texas A and M students to lend you to help you. Oh <laughs> man! Yeah, I had to say it. Well, that I tell you what, right. though, what we've done is we've called up the uh, the uh, uh, master gardeners in the area, and we're uh, we're working with them to do some workshops and some other training. Uh, also, an important thing that we're uh, getting involved in. Um, that is the Green Spaces Alliance and these community gardens. Yeah. Uh, we have with us also one of our visitors, the executive director of Green Space Alliance, uh, Miss Gail Gallegos. She's with us, um, and she might have a couple things today too. Well, All right. hi everybody. Hi, Gail. Um, it's nice to talk to you. And Dr. Finch, I, I really am looking forward to seeing you again with uh, our plans to work together. Um, we're really thrilled to have UTSA coming into our garden network. Uh, one of the things that we're doing is expanding it from just being community gardens to being all of the sorts of really great urban ag, small farm, and local food movement things that are happening throughout San Antonio and Bear County. And this is just one more great thing. We're thrilled that UTSA and Dr. Mielstein and Anthony are all doing this. It's a, it's a wonderful well, thing for, for UTSA. Yeah. Well, I'm reassured if the Green Spaces Alliance is is involved because of the experience that your people have with community gardens and uh, you'll help them um, make it real successful and, and, and attractive and and will you know the the, the goals are, are really important and uh, are something that we need to do throughout the community and uh, Gail so, for those who don't know what Green Space Alliance is uh, tell them a little bit about it and and uh, tie it in with the uh, the gardens over there at UTSA. Thanks. Great. That's that's a good point. So Green Spaces Alliance is uh, conservation, uh, land conservation, and community gardens, and a youth photography program that we have been doing for almost 20 years here in San Antonio. We started in 1998. We do land conservation primarily through the city's Edwards Aquifer Protection Program by putting conservation easements on land that's over the recharge zone. Um, we also do conservation easements outside of that area as well, but that's our primary focus because it's important to San Antonio, and we're a San Antonio-based and focused environmental group. We've been doing community gardens for over 10 years, and at this point we have more than 40 community gardens that we have helped start and keep going in every city council district of San Antonio. Oh, and wow. now by by expanding the program to be urban land and water program, we're able to include all kinds of things like the farm that is going in next to the mission, Renewable Republic, which is a small uh, urban farm in downtown San Antonio. A number of different places that you know are, are not the, the typical model for community gardens. And that includes this UTSA garden that's going to be, you know, done by students that are transitioning through UTSA. And our Picture Your World photography program is for children ages 8 through 18. And from September through April, we take them into different natural areas all over Bear County with a professional photographer and a naturalist that's teaching them photography skills, but also about the areas that they're seeing and getting them, you know, in focus with nature. And Millburgers has uh, been part of at least one of those projects. So uh, that's right. Yeah, we have we have a property called Bullbirdie Oaks Nature Preserve. It's a 31-acre nature preserve right there on Judson Road and 1604, so it's right up the road from Millburgers. 
and we usually do a first Saturday hike every first Saturday, which was supposed oh, wow. to happen this morning, but we got rained out. It's 31 acres, which sounds small, but it has two streams coming into it, a wildlife pond, a woodland area, an upland area that we're making into a two different pocket prairies. It has a bathhouse, rescue bees, all kinds of things. It's really great. And Millburgers has helped us out with a number of different events that we've had out there. Very cool. Um, all right, so the um, when things are finished for it's the season in the garden and they have all the, the squash, the corn, the tomatoes, the beans, um, where do they all go? So we have a couple of uh, avenues that we're looking to do. First of all, the students are free to take whatever they grow. Uh, that's pretty self-explanatory. It's part of the uh, larger goal of helping students learn how to uh, you know, grow their own food. But beyond that, we're hoping to have a farmer's market on campus. So uh, for the student orgs, they'll be able to fundraise, and everything they grow, they can uh, you know, move toward their larger state, uh, organizational goals. And then we also just last week opened a UTSA food pantry. And so we hope to work with them in the future. Uh, we're looking to get a uh, small refrigerator unit so we can donate fresh, uh, fresh produce to anyone who needs it at the campus. Very cool. All right. Well, you'll have to keep us in touch with the success of the garden. Definitely. If folks want more well, information on it, um, to, where, where do they go, uh, Dr. Muelstein, for more information on it? Uh, we have a Facebook page. Uh, look up UTSA uh, Campus Garden, uh, or we can be emailed at uh, the UTSA Garden Project at gmail.com. Okay. And uh, I was going to ask Gail the same question. If they want more information on Green Spaces Alliance, Gail, what do they do? They could go to our website, which is, you know, www.green, like the color, satx.org. You'll find a calendar of our events and all kinds of different activities that we're involved in. And if, if someone listening says, you know, maybe my church or my neighborhood should start a community garden, can you kind of help them with that? We can certainly give them some direction. Yeah, Good. we can definitely help. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Well, thanks for having us on. We really appreciate uh, helping spreading the message about community gardens. Uh, I know uh, we're having a lot of fun, and, and uh, you know, with you guys' help uh, supplying seeds and, and uh, giving us some guidance, I think it's going to be good all the way around. Sounds like it. You take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All righty. Cool. So we'll uh, find out more as the... Uh, Weeks go by, I suppose. Uh, how's it? How it's going over there? All right, we're going to uh, keep going on with our show. It's 308 8867. I tell you what, let's take a quick break while we got a chance. Give you a chance to call 308. Purple Martins are in town. Oh, are they? Yeah, we can talk about it when we come back. Frank and Harriet are in town. Huh? Frank and Harriet Martin. Um, no. <laughs> what? Purple and blue, Martin. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And again, our number is 308-8867. 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 Boulevardy Road. 
Oh, man. Spring is here, and it's time to get your spring gardening going, and it's time to go to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some terrific savings. You'll find tomatoes on sale, including Phoenix, Celebrity, Red Deuce, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato HM1823. These are all in the four-and-a-half-inch pots for just $1.99. How about planting some beautiful geraniums? Millburgers has all the beautiful geraniums you could want on sale for just four eighty eight in the six inch pot. Looking for petunias to brighten up your yard? Not a problem. Look for them in the four inch pot at Millburgers for just eighty eight cents each. Millburgers has begonias on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Are you getting the feeling that Millburgers has everything that you want for your spring garden? Well, you're right. At Millburger Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bullforty Road. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Human trafficking has been growing in the stand that newswoman That smug little smile All she does is report on human trafficking Bad for business That's statement you serious? Teach her a lesson. Natalie's greatest desire was to expose the evils of human trafficking. I promise you, I'm going to use everything in God's power to expose this. But her faith is tested in a way she never expected. You said that if we walk through the water, we will not be drowned. That if we walk through the fire, we will not be burned. Please, God, save us. Strong Foundation Films presents Run, based on true events. Run brings awareness to the issue of human trafficking, shining God's light in the darkness. You're not going to get away with what you're doing. There is a God, and he's watching you. Searching desperately, her husband, Levi, must choose faith instead of fear. My God is bigger than your fear. In the end, they will learn. God sees. God hears. Nothing is hidden. Run premieres at the Palladium one night only, Thursday, March 9th. Visit runfeaturefilm.com to buy tickets. Carol Zorniel, we talk a lot about caregiving on Caregiver SOS on air, but what is it? Caregiving is caring for a family member, a friend, a loved one, someone who's in your life that needs help with bathing, dressing, buying groceries, medical appointments. If you do any of those things, you're a caregiver. And how can this program help? Caregiver SOS on Air has information from people who have been caregivers, who work with caregivers. It can be book authors, scientists, doctors, the latest information on caregiving right here on KLUP. And one of the things we learn from so many folks is they fail to ask for help when they need it. Well, caregivers do need help. We don't like to ask for help, but we need it. And you'll get tips on how to ask for help and how to have a better life as a family caregiver. Plus, there's a great website you can go to, caregiversos.org. Caregiver SOS on air, Sundays at 6 p.m. on 9.30 a.m., The Answer.
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So did you like the Belinda's Dream in the vase? I did. Yeah, they came out nice. Had, you, had, had your wife had uh, design? She's had no, design. She's, just, she's got a good eye. She's had no, she's had some classes. Oh. Yes, is that it? No, she married you. Man, Calvin is sour today. That's oh, exactly. I she has a good eye. Well, you, what you should say is that... You, you really, women don't necessarily have a good idea, good eye, because I've been married three times. So. Um, but I was just going to agree with you. She's got a good eye. She married me. But I yeah. thought she might have had classes because I'll of ask the, her. the actual shape that she used and yeah. its classic design. I don't. She didn't. She hasn't said where, she where they had the one one sticking up the uh, uh, center. She could. Oh, that was good. Good. Maybe she just lucked into it. Now, no. Dave, uh, we only have two left that are. Uh, they, that that was last week, I think. And so yeah. my wife went to our Belinda's Dream and cut down uh, and made a little uh, display, a little uh, vase full of probably almost about a dozen of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, they'll be back. Well, no, oh, no, no. Yeah. The Belinda's Dream already has new, yeah, new yeah. stuff on it. So there, there. It's, a, it's a wonderful producer. A very beautiful display. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. proud of her. And it was fragrant, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Who is, who is it can't smell for uh, uh, y'all? Yeah. Would you smell these? Yeah. These if I get fragrance? close enough, I no, smell. I, They gave me... Uh, she said the house had nice berry smell because... Yeah, that's I, right. I couldn't... Yeah. They, they yeah. talked me into uh, taking a, a couple of... Uh, I went to the Antique Rose Emporium, and they. Uh, I was talking about fragrance, and they gave me a, a couple of... Uh, Old-fashioned roses that were blooming pink. Uh-huh. Man, you could smell those about <laughs> eight feet away. Uh, you even you could smell them. Even I could smell them. Yeah, they were they, they were wonder, wonderful. I'm trying to remember what if they were. They may have been something called Fantasia. Or mm-hmm. I'll have to. I've forgotten, but uh, yeah, uh, bro, roses are growing great in my bed. The Mrs. Dudley Cross, the Belinda's Dream. And the, of course, the knockouts are, are yeah. looking good all over the time. Yeah. And uh, Katie Road or Carefree Beauty is really look, looking good too. So those are those are tough modern roses and old-fashioned roses, and they are easy to grow. So, what uh, two weeks till the antique the rose people will be here? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Be they'll good. have all the roses here. Um, so, hey Calvin, talk a little bit too um, about what's happening uh, next weekend. Well, next weekend, well, speaking of roses, there'll be a, oh yeah, you're right. There will be there'll one. be a selection of uh, uh, those modern roses that we talked about, the tough ones, and the old-fashioned roses at the home uh, garden and environmental show down in Floresville. Plus, there'll be some really old-fashioned horticulturists. Jerry and I will be there. Uh, oh, anyway. Yeah, Millburgers uh, is going to let us take the radio show down there for both Saturday and Sunday for this new two-day version of that uh, Floresville program. And it'll be, uh, be all kinds of things uh, going on. There'll be a, a plant exchange on Saturday, be a landscape school on Sunday, if you want to participate, uh, uh, go to the Wilson County News and look up uh, Landscape School, or come here to Millburgers. There's applications here. It's a 
It's the only thing that has a fee on that whole program. It's a $25 fee, and it's basically an all-day program. For what about my dogs? My dogs don't have a fee? Yeah, they're free. And what? worth every penny of it, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, and listen I to would it. appreciate a $5 yeah. donation. Listen. Uh, and I'm telling you, you, you don't know appreciation. <laughs> Yeah. If you think you're not appreciated, give Jerry five dollars. You'll no. see some appreciation. No, they, they, we did. They, everybody that participates in Jerry's has to go and and bow down and wait a minute. No, no, he just wants the five dollars. Yeah, you can avoid the bowing down. Just five dollars, be fine. Uh, the classes, uh, the classes that uh, they're talking about. Uh, Jerry's going to do tomato growing. Uh, Cappy. And when is that going to be? That's going to be uh, two to three on Saturday. That's right. And I'm going to do. Growing tomatoes. I'm going to do the old fashioned and tough modern roses at nine o'clock on Saturday, and then they'll be uh, enjoying this uh, San Antonio River presentation at ten, and at eleven I'm going to do uh, attracting and producing butterflies in your landscape, and then we'll do the radio show, of course. And uh, our friends, uh, Last Chance Forever. The if you've never seen that Raptor show, you need to you need to see it. And it's free, and it's from one to two o'clock both on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so lots and lots of uh, action. Did uh, oh lots of things for kids. Yeah, yeah. The Home Depot people will be there, and the kids can make their own a toolbox. And then another thing I should em- emphasize. If you've had trouble getting milkweeds, oh, there's uh, there's two classes on Sunday morning uh, on growing your own milkweeds, but there's also a a, a, a grower that's going to be there. It's going to have uh, five or six different kinds of native milkweeds already germinated, so you can pick your take a choice there. And of course, they'll be there. already germinated. What do you mean? You mean in containers? Containers. Oh, okay. Growing. Uh, and they'll be the... Uh, yeah, they'll have seed, too, right? Yep, they'll have seed, too. And they'll uh, show you how to grow the seed. It's been a it's been a chore for uh, nurserymen to get that milkweed to, to grow. Yeah. Which is always a joke because the farmers have spent a hundred years trying to control it's it and kill growing. it. And, <laughs> and now <laughs> the nurserymen are having trouble learning how to grow it. Uh, well, and let's see. Anything so, else I need to emphasize? No, I think that it's was in it. the paper. Yeah, Wilson. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's true. The okay. right of it in today's yeah, paper. Yeah, there Saturday, uh, Saturday Sports edition. edition. At the back of the page. Sylvia is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Sylvia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, we've got probably rain over here in Broadway and 410 area. I guess more than you guys, you know. Oh, are you getting a, a big storm? Yeah, it's kind of, you know, in, in spots here and there, a little bit more steady. It stops and goes, stops and goes. You know, it's more than a sprinkle, yeah. though, you know. Yeah. Well, and, and Calvin kind of looked at me. When I said sprinkle, Calvin gave me one of those looks like, you think this is a sprinkle? <laughs> so, uh, but it's 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 a, it's a, a, a small, steady rain, I'd call it. Right. So what's you, going you on here, sprinkle? You all on the porch? Yes, ma'am. Oh, you Isn't are? That ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? Isn't that ridiculous? No, you, you were saying red bud. Uh, is that red bud? Is that a, a, a tree or is that a flower? Because I tried to go to the website and it says it's a red bud. We were talking earlier when you all just started. It says it's a tree. 
Were you talking it's about a tree? tree. Yes, it's ma'am. A, oh, a blooming tree. A blooming tree. Yeah, cause I, heard, the, the, I thought you said red bud pansy, and they just came with a tree. You know, not a picture. Okay. But, okay. Well, know. what we said was forest. Uh, forest pansy. Forest. Is that what it's called? Forest yeah, forest pansy. pansy. Forest pansy. Is the red, red leaf. Ornamental, really ornamental one. It was the red leaves. Yeah, it's it's very attractive, but it's real so, sensitive you, to the you were sun. Talking about, you were talking about two things. You were talking about a tree and then a forest pansy. Forest pansy redbud, that's right. Oh, okay. So you were talking about a pansy and then a tree. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I thought you were... I thought I just heard red bud, you know. Oh, okay. No, no, the forest pansy, that is the name of a red bud. Oh, oh okay, now I understand. Oh, okay, okay. so it's still forest a tree. pansy okay. red bud. Okay. With red leaves, oh, that, got red leaves on it. Oh, okay. Still yeah, I didn't show any pictures of it. I guess maybe if I keep on, maybe, you know, but the way you all describe it, how pretty it is, everything, you know. Yeah, it is. You, you should be able to find it. On the on the internet, forest. Yeah. Look up forest, forest, forest pansy redbud. Yeah. Forest pansy redbud. Okay. That that spring and spring and bloom, you know, that falls event. Don't don't they usually have those in April? You know, that's next week. Said, that's next. Yeah, Saturday. I remember y'all y'all said that, but normally before when they were at the botanical, I think they always had them in April. They now they do it uh, one one month that's before. Right. That's right, oh, they, and they they move it around, but it's going to be next Saturday. Oh, okay, yeah, because I, I remember I asked you all last week, and I said I should have said, hey, there used to be, because April is a little bit more warmer. It's not just kind of crazy weather. Is it cold, hot, and right now right. it's cool, and it might be warm on Monday, but then it's all, so it's crazy, you know. And, yeah. And, and I hate this this cold weather because it's so cold and wet out there, you know, for us older people, you know, so. Yeah. Well, us older people will be complaining about the hot, the hot weather in a, a little <laughs> while. So, yeah, probably, yeah, probably so. Yeah, okay. So. Okay, well, thanks, Sylvia. Okay, thanks then. for calling. Okay, bye thank y'all. Stay dry. Bye bye. Bye. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've had a lot of calls, so we haven't had much time to spend with Trace. Uh, he's back here up on the porch, so we we're just going to visit with you again. What else is uh, going on here? Good, lots of good stuff. What's the prettiest sale? plant in the nursery? Bougainvillea. No, tomato plants over oh, there in the, well. the gallons. Oh. Uh, they so are well. killer. I'm thinking the tycoons look pretty sharp, uh, and uh, <laughs> so do the... Uh, Trey, hey, he's a veg- retired vegetable specialist. You well, know what he's going to specific on his question, otherwise I'll... I rocked all the way. I walked by those Fantasia geraniums and all those other beautiful colored geraniums and... This is perfect geranium weather and all that stuff. And then when I got to those tomatoes, I just almost dropped to my knees and started crying like a baby. Oh, and we would—they're they're so pretty. We would have uh, asked him if maybe he forgot to take his medication. That day. <laughs> yeah. And they, they got, no, they got 1823 over there, the we new do. rodeo tomato in gallons. There's about 30 of them in, uh, in gallon cans. Oh and man, we still have some in uh, in the quart size as well. Well, I, yeah, I got to give a, a tomato class on the uh, 18th of March, and I, when when the, the selection is so good as it is here, and the plants look oh, so yeah. good, I always think, well, maybe I'll just 
buy a bunch of plants now to make sure I'll have them. But then, of course, I have to take care of them for two, <laughs> right. for two weeks. But, but but you know I'm going to have them. That's right. Yeah. Counting on Trace. Yeah, maybe all ones. of them. Well, yeah. you, um, if you look on, at MillburgerNursery.com, it tells you what's on sale. And you, you have a wide variety of tomatoes, too. We've talked uh, uh, Tycoon is out there. Tycoon is out there. Bobcat. Uh, maybe. I'm thinking in six-pack. Okay. He, he's got on the sale deal, he got Celebrity, Phoenix, 444, Red Deuce. Yeah. And I think that's the what I was rode, Rodeo up. Tomato, 1823. Is uh, any BHN 968s? Uh, I'll know something tomorrow for uh-huh. this next week. They're they're scarce. So oh. smart to buy them early, huh? Yeah. I don't Calvin think we've seen the them yet, tomatoes. That might be my my first I'll buy them all thing this year. Yeah. I was talking to the grower the other day, and, you know, we're always talking about how expensive that uh, seed, uh, is. seed is. It, uh, he he found a seed that's more expensive than that one. It's a uh, type a grape tomato, one of these little grape tomatoes, uh-huh. and uh, eighty cents a piece. Gracious, that's that's up there with the ghost pepper seed. Yeah, yeah, that's up there. That's about that's about uh, ten times more than the. An expensive tomato, oh, a little one, but I guess a big tomato. Yeah, these, these are the little ones. Yeah, the, the cherry tomatoes. The, uh, but uh, they're they're hybrid, so uh, they can they can get that get that demand that kind of price for them, I guess. If but, they're good. But uh, these in these gallons, in other words, if uh, if you missed out on the big hurrah that we had uh, when the that was, what was that, two weeks last ago? Saturday. Was that Saturday? last Saturday, the Rodeo right? Tomato celebration? No. 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 It was Saturday it was, before it was last. Saturday before that. Yeah. Because yeah, last weekend was the last weekend of the rodeo. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, I, and you, you, you just don't want to fool with putting them in gallons so you can move them in and out of the house or move them in and out of shelter if, if and when we have that last cold cold snap uh frost snap but i'm 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 ready to make a prediction well what is it june 1st now uh, you're finally gonna make <laughs> he's been uh, he's been we've been he's been calling on us to make predictions all along now he's gonna i'm come. saying that uh, uh now he's got father time with him yeah that's right yeah <laughs> if you got tomatoes and even if you put them in the ground what what did calvin say if you put them in the ground they're gonna stand there and stare at you just stare at you they're gonna stare at you, make you creepy out there when you go out in the garden. Why does a tomato keep looking at me? <laughs> what is it? What? Another way to describe that is that water. Quit, yeah, it's true. we'll quit growing a little bit because yeah. these these tomatoes are obviously in growing up a storm here. But anyway, uh, regardless of where you got your tomato, it's not gonna get cold enough to freeze it if it's covered. With a frost cloth, well, one of these uh, grow grow web frost cloth. Right, the, the thin one. Yeah, well, we call it uh, a seed and seed and plant guard. Seed and plant guard is the thin one. Now I'm not talking about the uh, uh, the, uh, the thicker one, even though I think David and the kids use the thick one even in the spring. He's cheap, so that's probably what he found. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I'm saying that. When you put your tomato out, 
uh, whether whether it's in a container or whatever, you need to give it protection with one of these frost cloths uh, uh, covering. And uh, you won't cut down on the light exposure. You give it uh, about four to five degrees cold protection, and more important, and more importantly than that, you give it insect protection. In other words, uh, you know the insects. Uh, that spread virus and whatever come in about now. Oh, uh, they come in when the tra- when the transplants are young, uh, thrip- <clears throat> thrips and uh, aphids and things like that can spread viruses, but not if you've got this cloth over. It. Keeps the wind off of them too. Keeps, yeah, did I not mention? No, you wind? didn't. Oh, well, I was getting there. I- I'm but here, anyway, I'd help you. Anyway, we 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 don't know whether we're going to have a frost frosty night or not, but we know we're going to have windy days. That's true. So uh, after you've gone to all the trouble and expense to uh, to grow these uh, nice transplant tomato transplants and make sure you get that first uh, first red tomato in the spring, invest in a little bit of this. Uh, Frost cloth, like I said, we sell it as seed and plant guard. Plant guard. It's a somebody. Somebody was saying it was so expensive, but it's it's cheap as it can be. It's, it's uh, something like yeah, that. It's cheaper, cheaper than the other one. Yeah. I, I think by, we used to look at the square foot of it. It was less than a penny. Uh, I could go do some math on it. It's yeah. Not, it's not that, but it's yeah. It's cheap. It's really cheap, and. Uh, that they use it on thousands of acres of uh, strawberries and and some of the other tender crops, and and your little seedlings. Yeah, you know, people always talk about when they plant their cucumbers that after we've had a high wind, that the leaves are all shredded and tattered, and uh, these this material oh, can not be. Now, uh, Neil Spear wrote an art, wrote an article in his, uh, like I said, his weekly newsletter that he puts out, and he entitled it "The Miracle of Frost Cloth." And he was talking about uh, he had uh, he used uh, for what he called frost cloth uh, to protect his uh, some of his tender plants in the winter, and he just left it on. Kind of like we were going to do Calvin Cyclamen, you know. Mm-hmm. And he just left it on, and the other day he took it off, and it was a, he, was, he said it was a miracle. I mean, not a leaf had burned. Wow. What time plants was it? Uh, it, was a, it was a landscape plant mm. that usually burns back up there. I, I didn't print so out you, the whole article. Now, you haven't made your point, though. If you Are you saying if you <laughs> plant now... And just put the cover on. No. That it's not. You're not going to have. It's not going to be right. a problem in terms of cool soil and the plants we, hardening off. We'll find out right after this. We'll be back in a moment on nine thirty. <laughs> this is a hard break. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Uh, Roy McDonald at the uh, Answer Weather Studios will get us caught up with the weather for the uh, week. Oh, well, this is going to be an easy one. <laughs> There's a 100% chance of rain you gotta, today. you got to give Roy some easy ones every now and then. You know, just I mean, keep... this is an easy lob. And, uh, okay, so what did you ask Jerry before we left? Well, I, I was, he was going on and on about the protecting the, With the tomatoes claw. from the, the wind and uh, the cool weather in case it came. And, that you know, that's one of the things when we pot up, that's the same thing we do, too. What I was wondering how he was going to deal with the fact that uh, the soil is cool. And you thinking it's not a factor, or are you thinking it's not oh, yeah, much a factor? Oh yeah, you're you're right. It's it, it's it's a factor. Uh, that that's why we have talked in the previous shows about using black plastic, putting black plastic over the beds, and then planting through the black plastic to warm the soil up faster, so the roots will expand faster. But uh, with all that talk that we do. I'm thinking that a lot of people have already put them in the ground. Oh. And already put cages over them. And they're just standing there staring at them, Milton. Staring. But uh, Creepy if, if, you've done, if you've done that, I'm saying that the best second option, other than putting them in containers, is making sure they're surrounded by yeah. this, uh, this cloth. Now, that's not... Yeah, I mean, if they're going to have protect them from thrips and everything, it's got to be pretty well sealed. It's all the way around them. Yeah, yeah that's sealed. sealed at the top. Yeah, so that's that's not as uh, always as easy always easy to do. But yeah, it'd be it'd be desirable if uh, folks did it. Yeah. So well, if you got regular cage, well, the old timey cages, uh, these new cages that they sell, but even if you just wrap the the, the new cages, you know, that got that cone shape. Uh-huh. Uh, temporarily. Temporarily, it'll it'll help them from the winds and the insects and the and the cold temperatures. And the winds have been particularly bad this spring. They're yeah. cool, cold. Uh, but we mentioned also the martins. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, what a report a couple of weeks ago. Somebody from was yeah, it between here and Floresville, so they had seen Martins. I've actually got uh, two pair in my houses already. Oh, wow. But that, that was the same pattern. I hope it's the same thing as happened last year. I ended up with, there were two pair, and I ended up with, I can't remember now, if it was seven or nine pair. And uh, hopefully everybody else's, uh, their Martins have moved in, too. Let us know if you've got... Uh, uh, Martin, seen Martins, or have you got Martins? I think, though, it's fair to say, Milton, that they should probably put their houses up. Yeah, I yeah, think if you're... Yeah, yeah. If, uh, I'm pretty conservative. I don't like to put them up too early because of the starlings and English sparrows, but I I think it's time because it looks like these two pair that are at my place are pretty serious, and the others, others should follow. So that's fun. All right, Roy McDonald back at the station is ready with our 9.30 a.m. The Answer weather forecast. Uh, stop giving me that look. <laughs> Roy, are you ready? Good Good afternoon. Yes, sir, we got you. What's going on? Well, let's take a look. Well, 
To Jerry's well, you point, think it's it going to rain, Roy? Yeah, I give it 100% today, Jerry. All right, there you go. <laughs> Thank you and good this night. Is, this is the second time that he's given it 100%. You got a mic drop there that you can, uh, <laughs> you got a mic you can drop? There you go. Well, let's take a look. It's going to be, well, obviously it's going to be raining t- today. Throughout the day, we're going to have uh, rain a little bit heavier, uh, actually, later on this evening as well. Tomorrow, that rain is going to stick around high 74, low of 59, with a 40% chance of showers, uh, scattered showers throughout the day. Monday, it's actually going to warm up a bit, high of 80 degrees, low of 65, partly cloudy skies, no chance of rain on Monday, at least right now. But Tuesday, that rain is going to creep back in, so it's going to give us about a day break. High of 77 degrees, low of 64, with a 40% chance of some thunderstorms throughout the day. Uh, Wednesday, high of 70 degrees, low of 55, and partly cloudy skies. Thursday, high 75, low of 50, uh, with partly cloudy skies as well. And to round out the work week, for right now at least, only a 20% chance of rain on Friday. Some isolated thunderstorms throughout the morning with the high of 78 degrees and a low of 56. Good. So uh, what are they saying for next week and next Saturday and Sunday? And next are weekend? you able to go that far? Let's see are you here. able to get that far out? Right now, yeah, yeah, we can go that far. Right now it's showing that it's a possible chance of rain, a uh, small Uh-oh. chance right now, 20% uh, for the weekend right okay. now. Those, uh, uh, it, it never rained in Wilson County. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's a we, song. We've got the, uh, <laughs> got the advantage that we've got a, a nice inside facility, too. But we do have some activities that are out, that are outside, so it would be nice if the temperature was uh, warm and the uh, rain there wasn't any rain. Which is I don't know uh, all the years that we participated in that Wilson County event, I bet half of them the weather hasn't been that great. <laughs> Has it? Do you remember? Well, the wind. I yeah, remember the wind, the wind yeah. and the sand. <laughs> the first one was rain. The second or third one was the wind. Well, I, re- I remember Jerry had... Uh, uh, one of them flooded. Out, Jerry had worked out a tomato transplant system so that they wouldn't get terrorized by the wind. He had, <laughs> he had them hid in the truck. Or there you go. Covered then, in the truck. Yeah, and then, in, then if there was any movement... Like he, if somebody bought some, they there was some kind of special cover uh, to care, get them to the car. Yeah, but, we had to put them under their coat to get them to the car. Otherwise, it was a kiss and, of death. And we had some uh, on display. Yeah, and they were sandblasted <laughs> off. There yeah. weren't any leaves. Off. By the way, it was not a light rain. That, uh, anything that, that dropped in the ground, you could see immediately go across <laughs> highway. What is it? One eighty one. Yeah. Now that those tomatoes, uh, I guess, weren't staring at you. They no. had no leaves left. So yeah, yeah. Anything else, Roy? Uh, oh, let's I, see here. Uh, anything I else? Think, no. I think. I, I, I think. I, well, I, uh, I think you're right on the money. There we go. Well, uh, just a piece of trivia. If you wanted something else, uh, sure. For you. What you got? Uh, on, well, I guess maybe not the best trivia. It's it's about a death. But on this day in 1868, the founder of the Chis- uh, of the Chisholm Trail actually uh, passed away in Oklahoma. So there huh. you go. Okay, Mr. Chisholm. <laughs> there you or go. John, is that Mr. Chisholm or John Wayne? Which one is that? No, okay. <laughs> That'd be Mr. Chisholm. Know, is is, is uh, the Chisholm Trail named after Chisholm? No. Yeah. Okay. There you, you go. A guy named sure. Chisholm. Okay. 
Thanks, Roy. No, Andy from Tennessee. Does Roy, so know, does, does Roy know in the Monroe document? <laughs> what is it? Doctor? Monroe doctrine was uh, introduced. I don't know, Roy. Do you? Uh, I think Google does. Yeah, it's 1823, the same number as our tomato. Mario tomato. Look at HM you guys. 1823, uh, yeah. yeah we were. That's how I remember it, by the Monroe Doctrine. Look at you guys. I have an odd way of remembering things. <laughs> Thanks, Roy. No problem. Bye, Roy. 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. Calvin calling for Martin Reports. Uh, so you can call us and tell us what the Martins are doing at your house. Uh, let's see. What else? We were talking about. There was another thing we were asking for reports on last week. All right. 308-8867. Judy is on the line. Judy, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm doing fine. I love days like this. I do because the neighbors are quieter. They stay in bed longer. I don't have so much noise in my neighborhood. And it's just beautiful. <laughs> Yay. Good for you. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm ready to take notes on five great types of tomato plants to get. I usually get some for my handyman's uh, roommate and some for a friend who has her birthday in March. And I might even do it this time. I might, and I was wondering if you if the early was better for it. There's already a Rick out there. Huh? Yeah, you you want you want the five the five what we consider to be the five best. Yes, for all the different variations that weather could bring. You know, some are for drought and some are for bugs and this and that. Oh like yeah, great big juicy tomatoes. I mean, to me, a beefsteak is about the most per- perfect. But that's because I grew up in Illinois. You could plug in tomatoes, and they were all fantastic. You know, I, I never, it wasn't all that much of a struggle to, make, to to grow tomatoes there. You know, you did have to dust them and so on. But anyhow, but I'm ready to take notes. <laughs> well, a celebrity is a medium-sized uh, standard uh, tomato that we recommend. Okay. A celebrity. Uh-huh. And then uh, the one that's kind of is lo- a little bit larger fruit than celebrity is one called Tycoon. Tycoon. And, okay, uh, sounds okay. Tycoon and uh, red. The, the red red deuce. Red deuce is a little bit like a beefsteak. Yeah, it? it, yeah, it's a, it's a big. In, in fact, the, most of our tomatoes that we put on the market are 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 uh, are described as beefsteak type. Yeah, that's because uh-huh. everybody thinks of them the same yeah, way she does. Yeah. When you said red deuce last year, I didn't understand. Then I finally caught on. Like du, du, the duce was like uh, Mussolini. The means power. Like yeah. it was Italian, be duce. You know, red deuce means red power. <laughs> so red power. I guess okay. so. <laughs> and uh, then. Uh, What's one the best for flavor? Well, the one that uh, that we're promoting this year has been described as. Uh, we're not rec- we're not saying that. I'm saying that uh, every every one of those tomatoes that we've mentioned uh, have a different flavor, different mm-hmm. taste, and different people are like different uh, mm-hmm. acid sugar ratios. So, ah, very interesting. So uh, taste <laughs> is really in the mouth of the beholder. Okay. But um, the, the, it's called um, HM 1823. Uh, H M eighteen twenty three. H M eighteen twenty three. Oh, H H period M period. 18. No, no, just H M. H M. No periods. H M eighteen twenty three. Yes, uh-huh. ma'am. It's oh, it's it the it's the rodeo. It's 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 the rodeo tomato this year. Okay, it's the rodeo tomato. Good show. 
Okay, and then and maybe another one. <laughs> you don't want you don't want the one that I think tastes the best, but it's a it's a cherry tomato. It's a BHN nine sixty eight. B-H-N? C-H-I-N? No, B-H-N. <laughs> boy, boy, Harvey, neutral. B-H-N. Oh, N. Okay, N. Okay. 968. Are these that, names that, are amazing. That, I don't that's a cherry tomato. <laughs> cherry tomato. That's right, but the taste. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I'll, taste, I'll taste I'll is eat, good. I like the great big gigantic ones, and I want delicious good white bread, and, and I've well, got some lots of bacon, I think, and I'm going to make me a BLT every I'll, single day. I'll make a, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll make a prediction, though. If you grow this BHN 968, you will uh, appreciate uh cherry tomatoes more because it is just uh, tasty and then you can compare it to the to the others and especially to that 1823 which is supposed to be a good a tasty what one. happened to the one called valley cat or what is that still a good one yeah yeah and I, a, I imagine we have some of it i, I, I was just trying to last week we did yeah mm-hmm. valley, valley cat's good and it's nematode resistant Okay. Well, what about the heirloom ones, if you wanted to try that? Is that especially hard to grow, or they have to have extra, extra care? Yes, they're extremely hard to grow and have to have extra, extra care. What's that, heirloom? Yeah. Cher- try the one we, <laughs> one that seems to do best in the tomato contest, Cher- purple. Cher- Cher- Cherokee purple. purple. Yeah. Cherokee purple? Yeah, and some of our uh, good... Good gardeners that had grow it say it's they really like the taste of it. Are they, do they turn out red, yellow, or different shades? Or they turn out purple, purple, purple. They are purple. Oh my goodness, I yeah, purple. they are purple. What about a good yellow? When my friend Linda likes yellow, but she finally got Quit the- it. <laughs> <laughs> Tomatoes are supposed to be red. Okay? I know. I- she, she thinks she's not supposed to eat acid, but she grew some wonderful. It doesn't matter there whether they're <laughs> red, yellow, or pink. The acid ratio, or the acid is uh, Same? Oh, insignificant difference. Well, now, you, she won't believe it. Don't be telling her that. <laughs> well, the, boy My, the first yellow tomato I ever grew, and they got white tomatoes, too. Hmm, but the ver- first well, yellow tomato I ever grew, my mother said, I can't eat tomatoes because I've, I've, I've got to have a, have a low acid tomato. And, in fact, in the catalogs, they say that they're lower acid, but they're not. Our uh-huh. researchers, well, our, food, our food, food technicians uh, <laughs> have tested the, uh, the sugar-acid ratio, and uh, they're all about the same acid level. Well, she right. did a lot of work with it. She put a bird net, net thing over it, but it, those tomatoes look wonderful. The next day she went out there, there wasn't any yellow tomatoes left, and it was not a bird. It was not a squirrel. It was her neighbor boy, I think. He saw those back there, and he eyed those from all behind the fence. Huh. And, and so you got to watch out for big critters, too. Could be, could <laughs> be a tomatoes. raccoon, too. Right. Could have been a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You take care. Thanks. All right. Bye, Bye Angela is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Angela. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Yes, hi. Good afternoon. I am listening to your program. I have been trying to find the seeds for the ghost peppers and also some good hot bodies. Can you tell what? me where um, where can I find it? The ghost peppers and what? Oh. Ghost peppers and scotch bonnet. Scotch bonnet. Yes, Scotch, Scotch bonnet, bonnet is a pepper. 
Um, we'll ask here, but we did have the ghost peppers uh, seed here. I'm pretty sure we still do here at Millburgers. Okay. And you and might want to call ahead and ask, but I, we can ask about the Scotch bonnet too. And I think we had ghost pepper transplants last year. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. So we can ask Trace about that too. You uh, sure? Okay. Where peppers? are you located? We're at 1604 in Boulevardy Road. Okay. The call on the north, yeah. Uh, call, west, I'm east gonna, side. I'm going to give you the number to call ahead. They'll they'll uh, kind of they'll give you directions if you need them, and they'll also uh, tell you if they got them in or if they're getting them in. All Is that right. okay? Okay. You yes. got a pen? Yeah. All right. Four nine two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Just you just ask for Trace. He'll help you out. Yeah. Oh, okay. For Trace. Yeah, he knows got, everything. You got you got a little Is time on the papers to trace like a like you trace something on paper. Oh, okay, trace. All right. Yeah, for, alrighty. All where, where do you well, where do you where, where where do you live in town? I am close to Lackland. Rockport. Lackland. Lackland. I'm close to the Lackland Air Force Base. Okay. Hmm. Okay. What nurseries there? Um, Rainbow? I don't know. Well, call here and they'll help you. And, and and if if they if you want something closer, they may be able to help you with that one too. Trace knows all about them. Now, if you want, all uh, right. I'll, I'll warn you about peppers. This is real early for peppers. Yeah. I know. I noticed okay. they got some bell peppers over there in Gallons, but uh, for those hot peppers. Uh, you, you're gonna be, you're gonna have better luck finding them in uh, late April, in mid to late April. So you got time. Oh, okay, okay. And any particular type of soil uh, you need to plant them in? Have you never grown them before? Not the Scotch bonnet, no. I oh. have grown habaneros before, but not this, not the Scotch bonnet nor the ghost peppers. What what are you using for? What are you using peppers for? Oh, I use them to make hot sauce. Uh, the hotter, the better for me. <laughs> That's oh what I was going to say. Well, if you, if you successfully grow habaneros, you can just grow the those other two the same way. Yeah. Just, just oh, okay. Jer, Jer, Jerry's main point there is uh, they they like hot weather, so you want to wait a little while before you could. All I guess right. plant them okay. by seed. Yeah, you plant by seed now, yeah. and you uh, you'll have. Uh, do you grow your own from seed, or are you looking for transplants? Well, I'm growing them both ways. I'm growing it from seed, and also the transplant. Okay. Well, like I said, well, I think we've got the seed over here. Okay. All right. Don't. So, that's, All right. so your first call is over here, and see where it takes you, and then. Call us and tell us how that hot sauce turns out if it's hot enough with those ghost peppers. Yeah, don't, 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 we, oh, you yeah. don't need to. You don't need to bring us any. Okay? No, uh, we we it's too hot for us. <laughs> It'll probably take a few days for your voice to recover. Yeah, man, those those ghost peppers are supposed to be really hot. They are. We'll find out if anybody well, else. We're gonna put a, a call out to our listeners. If you've made. Uh, traditional hot sauce uh, <laughs> with uh, ghost peppers. Give us a call and tell us uh, if, if it's a good idea or not. 308-8867. Thanks, Angela. All right. You're certainly welcome. Thanks. You too. Yeah. Have a great Bye-bye. time. All right. While we got a chance, let's talk to Wayne on the line at 
8867. Hey there, Wayne. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Doing just fine. Uh, I got a question about peach trees. Our peach trees, uh, a couple of them are starting to bud. And I'm just wondering how I can tell whether we have a, the bud is going to produce a leaf or a flower. Is there a way we can tell by by the arrangements of the buds or anything? Yeah, the bud, the flower bud is in the middle. In other words, if you if you look at at the end of a branch or, or where the where the buds are, they're uh-huh. in 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 threes. In other words, the buds are in three. The leaf bud leaf buds on alternate uh, either side of a larger bud in the center, which is the flower bud. Right, Calvin? Yeah, and let me make a guess. Uh, if they haven't bloomed yet, this, they may, they may, you may not find any flower bloom, or just a few, maybe. Yeah, the flower comes first, then the leaves. Yeah, and it, we, we've been faced with the early, the low-chill varieties bloomed, and then the, the medium and high-chill varieties really, so far, haven't got enough cold weather in a lot of places. Depends on where you are, too, though. Do you know what variety it is? Yeah, well, there's a, a red skin and a loring. Ooh. No. I... Where are you located? Out near Mountain Home out west of Kerrville. Okay, well, oh. now, you're you're colder out there. You you might have gotten enough cold. But just, okay. just uh, like I said, it'll bloom first, and, <laughs> and then the leaves will come. Usually the blooms are pretty obvious. That's why it makes me a little nervous. Yeah, okay. But I noticed if I'm looking at it right, some, and, and right now I'm talking about the Lauren more than because okay. I just looked at it a while ago. But it, it looks like I'd heard about the buds being three in a group, but it looked to me like there's some single buds and maybe even some double buds, just two buds. It was That's not looking right. at that much. Oh yeah, uh, you you can the perfect sample or the perfect bud group is like like we talked about the three buds in a row there. Okay. Uh, however, you can you lose a leaf bud, uh, the one on e- the one on either side, or okay. you can just not you can not, not have a bloom bud. Okay. It depending on okay. the age of the wood. In other words, as yeah. you go toward the newer, younger wood, out toward the tips of the branches, you'll notice that you'll have leaf buds, but not uh, flower buds. Oh, okay. okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, and a couple, if they're, if they're breaking the buds, you'll know in a few days whether, yeah. whether, whether it's going to have any yeah. problems or not. Yeah, I was just curious, you know, yeah. even when they're first starting, you know, but, you know, whether that's going to be leaf or, you know, I, I, you know I've never paid attention to them like that, so I really yeah. didn't know. Never have looked at them that close. A lot of people don't. Right. Okay. okay. Well, let, let us know when you find out for sure, because we're we're trying to determine uh, if, in fact, a lot of those uh, higher chill varieties are going to have some fruit this year. Yeah, a lot of, uh, the last report I had, uh, Kerrville had only, I mean, Fredericksburg had only had a little over 500, uh, 500 chilling hours. 
Are you you're not yeah. a commercial peach grower, are you? Oh no, oh no. Okay, okay. Just barely, I, just I, barely a novice. Just barely a novice peach grower. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> um, trying okay, to all righty. Okay, yes, sir. You talk to you later. Thanks, Wade. He had good varieties there, Loring and Redskin, yeah. my yeah. favorites for most years. Yeah, when where he is, he's yeah. got a he's good a, chance for he's most right years. He's right yeah. on the money. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 308-8867. We can talk gardening with you. Also, you can tell us, one, if you've ever used ghost pepper in your uh, hot sauce that you've made at home, and two, we want Martin reports at 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up in, right, in a moment, right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Oh, man, spring is here, and it's time to get your spring gardening going, and it's time to go to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some terrific savings. You'll find tomatoes on sale, including Phoenix, Celebrity, Red Deuce, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato HM1823. These are all in the four-and-a-half-inch pots for just $1.99. How about planting some beautiful geraniums? Millburgers has all the beautiful geraniums you could want on sale for just four eighty eight in the six inch pot. Looking for petunias to brighten up your yard? Not a problem. Look for them in the four inch pot at Millburgers for just eighty eight cents each. Millburgers has begonias on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Are you getting the feeling that Millburgers has everything that you want for your spring garden? Well you're right. At Millburger Landscape Nursery sixteen oh four on Boulevardy Road. I'm Lisa Lewis. Join me as we meet some of San Antonio's most intriguing business and community leaders. Sunday morning at 7 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I am David Gramillion on a continuing mission to help you get your geek on. Saturday night at 11, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Get your geek on with Dave Gramillion on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. My entire career revolves around the intersection of the words time and money. Hi, Robin Hopp is a big state financial here to show you how to get more of both. You can add 20% day one to your retirement income value that's guaranteed against market losses. Think about it. A guaranteed 20% boost to your retirement income value could help you retire on your terms. Call me right now, 210-373-6000, and find out more. Time is money. Don't wait. This 20% bonus can change at any time. Call me now for your free retirement readiness review at 210-373-6000. Call and learn if you qualify for that 20% bonus. Time and money. An hour of your time could be worth a 20% boost to your retirement income. Day one. 
Big State Financial, 210-373-6000, or visit us at BigStateFinancial.com. The South Texas Home, Garden, and Environmental Show is coming Saturday and Sunday, March 11th and 12th, to the Floresville Event Center. This is two days full of activities to improve the home and garden, including workshops on growing tomatoes, butterfly gardens, the San Antonio River, and those tough roses. Vendors from the area will help you create a wonderful home and garden, plus plant sales, the last chance forever raptor show, arts and crafts, a plant exchange, and Millburgers Gardening. South Texas will be broadcasting live on Saturday and Sunday. On Sunday, learn about gardening and landscaping at the South Texas Landscape School. Tuition to the Landscape School is $25 per person or $40 for two people in the same family. Admission to the two-day event is free with two full days of activities. Make it a weekend and stay overnight in Floresville. For more information on the South Texas Home, Garden, and Environmental Show, March 11th and 12th at the Floresville Event Center, go to floresvillechamberofcommerce.com. Hello, folks. Ruben Duron here from Jerusalem. So glad to be back in San Antonio and again inviting you to experience Israel with me this coming November. We'd love to meet with you and tell you all about it to take that opportunity to elevate your faith to the next level, experiencing firsthand, seeing how the Bible truly comes alive. This coming Monday evening, we'll get together at 6.30 p.m. at Metamoros Restaurante at I-10 and Dizavala. 6.30 p.m. We'll let you go home by 8 o'clock. Looking forward to see you. All the details at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Don't forget, next Saturday, David Rodriguez will be here. And David will be doing one of his adult gardening seminars. This one on spring vegetable gardening. Which vegetables are good for the spring? Well, you can come and find out when you visit with David. He's going to be here. Wait a minute. Is that X-rated? You said adult gardening. I I don't know. I have not been to one of David's seminars, so I don't know what he does. It's an adult gardening. Adult gardening seminar. That gummit. Yeah, David. Uh, well, you know, he, I don't think it's X-rated. Uh, he, he's pretty desperate to draw a crowd. I know that. Yeah. Well, he's, he got into beer and wine. I think, yeah. I think he's beer. going along the wrong line. Yeah. Well, come see for yourself. I guess this is this is the next step after the beer and wine. Bring a notebook. And camera for adult, for adult gardening seminar. Adult gardening seminar. Spring vegetable gardening. Which spring vegetables to grow? That's uh, 10.30 to noon. Doesn't cost you anything. David does it for free, and Millburgers uh, uh, takes care of it so that you get the good gardening information. And uh, so uh, come on out. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. James is on the line at 308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, it, it's kind of wet, and uh, it's kind of rainy and wet out here. It's doing all right, I guess. Okay, good. Uh, I had a tomato question for the guys. Uh, I've grown uh, Valley Girl before, and I like it because it's crack-resistant, and it's uh, got a good shelf life, and it's, it's pretty flavorful. But I hear you guys talking about a Valley Cat, and are those, like, the same kind of tomatoes, or is, is they're Valley both, Cat... They're... Yeah, Valley, Valley Girl is more of a medium-sized tomato, where Valley Cat's a lot larger tomato. And uh, Valley Cat is uh, is nematode-resistant, and Valley Girl is not. 
Uh, Valley oh. Cat has more has a more of a more disease package than does a uh, uh, Valley Girl, but uh, the Valley Girl has done well, especially out in the sands and east of here. Uh, we I, we've we've had it in our trials, but it, it just uh, it, it it's pretty good. A lot a lot of people swear by yeah. it, you know, especially market gardeners. That's just, yeah. yeah, I like to grow it it's in the favorite. fall because it, it, in the fall when it I mean in the well for the fall crop when it's so flaming blazing hot it does really well. Uh, yeah, it's a heat setter. So uh, it so the valley cat's just a little bit bigger tomato with the same characteristics as the valley girl. Right, well, but well, more, but more disease package. It, it's got a bigger disease package. Yeah, and it performed better in the test Jerry's conducted. Yeah, before uh, it's more consistent and more production. And in your in your area, I would try them side by side. I, I think yeah, they're. Yeah, I want to do that. This this uh, for the fall tomatoes. That's that's good advice. Uh, the purple yeah. martins came. The purple martins came about a week ago. And they were flying around and, and and singing and everything, but they left and they haven't been back. So they may be they may be on my on my birdhouses. Oh, uh, Calvin took your Martins. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Thanks. So you you can hear them. Uh, you know you you know the Purple Martins are here when yeah. you hear them. That song that 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 they have, but I don't know where they went. They'll so be that's back. That's my report. Oh, great. Right. Thanks, okay. James. Thanks, Thank James. You. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and Robin is on the line. Hi, Robin. How are you? Welcome to Hello. Goldberger's Gardening. What's going on? Thank you. Um, I have a bougainvillea. I have four of them, and they really look bad. I know it was a pretty severe winter. I, I wonder how long, how long should I give them to come back? I mean, there's nothing on them, no green at all. Probably about April to, to mid mid April of twenty twenty. <laughs> I was I was wondering I was wondering what he was going to say. Uh, mine mine looked the same, and I'm not expecting them to come back at all. I, I don't think. Wow. I don't think they're coming so back. They're coming the back. Good, the, the good news is that they're. They're inexpensive at the nurseries, so. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh. And they've got uh-huh. they've got some here blooming all. Yeah, there. that's right. That's what you know. If you're yours, you're gonna wait until, you know, if they do come back, it's gonna be six weeks, seven weeks before they bloom. Yeah. Right? But I don't. Uh-huh. I, I I'm with Jerry. I don't think they're gonna come back. Well, yours in containers, and you didn't protect them, or what? No, they were in the ground. Oh, okay. Um, but okay. then they were, we put, my neighbor put sheets over them. I was gone all winter, but my neighbor put sheets over them, but she says, oh, the sheets just kept blowing off. So. <laughs> they, I don't think the sheets would have made a difference. No. Would have made a difference. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, we've quit. Um, we used to put them faithfully in the greenhouse, our, in our container. We've got a containers, but sure. we've figured out that it's just easier to get new ones if if mm-hmm. we have a, a winter where they where they freeze because mm-hmm. they'll be back yeah. in the bloom faster. You won't yeah. have to wait for. And but but, mm-hmm. but maybe you know cut them off at the ground, 
mm-hmm. and uh, and and then plan on replacing them, but leave the root mm-hmm. system there and see good if they idea. re-sprout. Because they're more oh, likely to re-sprout idea. in the ground. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Oh, that's a great idea. idea. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I have another but, but, question too. But now, when they sure. do when they do re-sprout, they're going to come out blooming. I mean, uh, come out with fast growth. And new gro- new growth, and they probably won't bloom until late in the summer, if at all. Wow! So well, it would okay. be good to have a few, yeah, planted, interplanted in there. Yes. Okay. Next question. Um, you were talking about the milkweed uh, talks, and I kind of missed that. Is it at your nursery, or when is that? Oh, there. Th- this is at the. Um, South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show is which is next weekend in uh, Floresville. Okay. They'll be on Sunday. Um, I think the first one's at 9:30, and then there's one at 10:30, uh, or you know, nine or nine and 10:30. Two two of them in the morning on Sunday, and then um, I will also talk about uh, milkweeds. Uh, in the butterfly presentation on Saturday at uh, at 11. Uh-huh. But is that something you'd like the nursery to consider doing? Is doing a butterfly? I'm not a a milkweed uh, talk. Yes, yes. Okay. I think it's real important that we try to save our monarchs. I'll pass that on to the folks here. Yeah, maybe we can get yeah. we can get David where, Rodriguez where is, to do one. Are you saying Floresville? I'm new to Texas. Is that what you're saying, Floresville? Floresville is where, where the, the, uh, yeah, the uh, Home Garden yeah. and Environmental Show, the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show is next weekend. It's just so, yeah, okay. just south of, of San Antonio at the yeah. Civic Center. We're the, our nursery is over at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, just FYI. Yeah. I just didn't want you right. to get, have a misunderstanding. Yeah, I've been, I've been to your nursery. Yeah, oh, good. Wonderful. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And the, okay, I'll third take credit question. for that. Uh, we, we had a lot of bagworm in the um, uh, crepe myrtles last year. Can, when can we start treating for that? Bagworms? You, yeah. mean, you mean they made the little rough bags? Uh, they make or, the, web, the real dense web webbing. Oh, no, oh. no, that's webworm. webworm. Webworms. Webworms. Well, okay, sorry. Okay, webworms. Yeah. Well, are you from the north? Did you come yeah. out uh, down from the north? From Idaho. They have a lot. They they have a lot of bagworms up yeah. there. That's why you, where you got that. Uh huh. Yeah, on cedars. They yeah they're on cedars and junipers. How, how tall are your crepe myrtles? How tall are they? Some of them are pretty tall. We take care of a a healthcare garden, and some of them are about I'd say maybe fifteen. Okay. But you can still spray tall. up there. You can still spray, I, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we should be able to spray, yeah. Well, if you keep a close watch, then you uh-huh. can spray a BT uh, okay. BT product up there real quick. Organic. It's an organic product. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, thir- uh, I bet the... Um, th- uh, Spinosad? Spinosad would work yeah. on that, too. And Spinosad, you can contact could, him. Yeah. You could, you said, if you wanted you to do a preventative, the spinosad right. would make a good preventative, spinosad. whereas the BT, you okay. got to wait until you see some action. 
Um, until but, we see the worms. We, we would yeah, see or the worms see. So, so you'll see. You'll see some webs starting. Um, okay, webs starting. I, I, I think. Let's see. It's me. When would we see those? I think first um, of May would be. Yeah, first of May would be a good time. But uh, you just okay. want to keep a keep a lookout, and when you first uh-huh. see the web up there, before it gets a, a big big web, yeah. uh, when you first see the web up there, either spray it or get a long pole and tear it open. <laughs> a lot okay. uh, when they first start. If you tear it open and you've got wasp around, they find those worms in there, and, and they'll feed on those worms. It's, yeah, and it's uh, it's amazing because you you know you think oh, yeah, that'll yeah, never happen. <laughs> you know, half an hour later, there the wasps are coming pulling those worms out one at a time. Yeah, I got a I was oh. I did that over at the greenhouse on a, on a mulberry I think it was on, and uh, I love that. I tore, I tore, uh, Malcolm Beck always talks about don't get rid of your wasps because they're, uh-huh. they're feed on the worm. You know, they're, they're yeah. carnivorous, uh-huh. meat eaters. Okay, and so, how about uh, if we took, well, well, how about if we took a hose and, and washed them, sprayed them off? I don't, I don't know if that really works good or not. Uh, mm. I worked for a while. You, you, you know, when they when they get big, if they're little, that'll work. Uh-huh. But uh, if, if they they're really big, thick, that wasp, I don't know if you get a hard enough spray that high up to uh, do any good. Yeah, yeah. But you as long as you keep yeah, as long as you keep watching, even that uh-huh. that hose uh-huh. though too will will break that nest up sometimes enough, right. enough for the wasps. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That we could try that first. For the, we can do everything. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do what we can. Yeah, if you're if yeah. you're lucky enough to be in a neighborhood where there's bamboo everywhere, you can get a bamboo <laughs> stick to cut and, and rip those nests up. Especially if they're only 15 feet up. But did you have a lot of them in your cray myrtle last year? We did. It was terrible. It was terrible. And that is weird. What side of town do you live? What side of town do you live on? Uh, we live well. We're at the Ark, the uh, Army uh, Residence Community, and we we uh, we have a group that volunteers and takes care of the health care gardens. Oh, okay. And Good. that's one of our problems. Yeah. Well, that's not that's not a serious problem. Now you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Well, there thank you, go. you so much. Great. Thanks. Okay. You take care. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Call Bye-bye. in anytime. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right after this on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Oh, man, spring is here, and it's time to get your spring gardening going, and it's time to go to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some terrific savings. You'll find tomatoes on sale, including Phoenix, Celebrity, Red Deuce, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato HM1823. These are all in the four-and-a-half-inch pots for just $1.99. How about planting some beautiful geraniums? 
Millburgers has all the beautiful geraniums you could want on sale for just four eighty eight in the six inch pot. Looking for petunias to brighten up your yard? Not a problem. Look for them in the four inch pot at Millburgers for just eighty eight cents each. Millburgers has begonias on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Are you getting the feeling that Millburgers has everything that you want for your spring garden? Well you're right. At Millburger Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better. We've changed our name to Delightful Decors, Blinds, Shutters, Floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts. But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone. And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get, Get delighted, delighted with, with Delightful, delightful decors. decors. For blinds, floors, and more, you're sure to I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, grief, and relationships. And Karen, what relationship doesn't have stress? Stress is completely normal, and if managed properly, instead of tearing down, it can be used to build up relationships. So Karen, where does this building start? Call me, Karen Bagwell, at 210-264-2565. For Blue Rose Christian Counseling, bluerosechristiancounseling.com. Hello folks, Ruben Doron here from Jerusalem. So glad to be back in San Antonio and again inviting you to experience Israel with me this coming November. We'd love to meet with you and tell you all about it to take that opportunity to elevate your faith to the next level. Experiencing firsthand, seeing how the Bible truly comes alive. This coming Monday evening, we'll get together at 6.30 p.m. at Metamoros Restaurante at I-10 and Dizavala. 6.30 p.m. We'll let you go home by 8 o'clock. Looking forward to see you. All the details at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Ren is a movie that will convict and inspire you to prayer and action. For those enslaved in this evil enterprise that is all too prevalent in our cities, says Eileen Vincent of City Reachers. We live in the 21st century and we still have slavery. Look at this. Human trafficking is nothing different than slavery. Nothing is going to change unless we do something about it. Ren sheds light on the tactics, methods, and inside dealings of individuals trapped within the human trafficking culture. What do you want to know? I'm looking for my wife. You know her, don't you? If you know my wife, it's just please just tell me. The subject of human trafficking is not an easy topic to discuss. It is a real problem for everyday families. I need to call my mom. I'm drink first. I need to call my mom. Listen, no mom, no dad, no cell phone. Drink! Run premieres at the Palladium one night only, Thursday, March 9th. Visit runfeaturefilm.com to buy tickets. God sees, God hears. Nothing is hidden. One night only, March 9th at the Palladium. Get tickets at runfeaturefilm.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867, is our number, 308-8867. If you're wondering what a Martin call sounded like, uh, we've got a, a recording right here. Let's see. 
Can you hear the Corbin Martin, the Martin in the background? No, I hear the static. Is that somebody called Martin? All right, 308-8867. That didn't work out like I planned. What was what it's were a Dean you Martin. trying to do? Oh. It was Dean Martin. Kevin is on the line <laughs> at 308-8867. Hi, Kevin. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. That was a miss, by the way. Yeah, it was a miss. Yeah. That was a fail, I think, in the, the kids use hey, that Hey, I got term. a question. <laughs> I, uh, my beauty berries, are they going to come back after this winter? Yes, sir. Oh. All right. They'll come back with a vengeance. They, uh, okay. Uh, did they die all the way to the ground? Well, uh, yeah, they look like sticks right now. Yeah. <laughs> mine, so, mine do too, but I didn't, I didn't, I haven't checked to see if they're sprouting like the. Esperanza's yeah, I didn't, I didn't see up, if anything but, was coming from the ground or or what. If I could trim them back some or. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can trim them back uh, a little bit. Uh, or you can wait for them to sprout. See how far All back right. they're from. Figure out where they come up at. Yeah. All right. Well, hey Jerry, uh, I, 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 you know, listened to your uh, onion uh, festival uh, show you had on, and uh, planted my onions <laughs> in January. I don't remember that show. Oh, the onions. <laughs> well, we, we have it available, Kevin. <laughs> you can get a podcast of it. The onion extravaganza. Yeah. In case I missed anything, I need to download it. Um, yeah. But uh, planted them in January. They're doing good. So I did a, a side-by-side test, um, one with uh, copious amounts of osmocote and uh, one with uh, my – normally I'm organic gardener, so we'll put the hash to grow on the other one, and we'll see what happens. Uh, well, I, I'm betting – I'm putting my bets already done on my osmocote. I, I, I bet you are. But, yeah, everything's looking good right now. I got them in pots and in the ground, so – Oh, okay. So how often are you fer- uh, fertilizing with your organic material? About every, every two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Good, good man. Okay. Yeah. yeah you yeah, don't yeah. need to do. You don't need to fertilize with uh, well, an osmocote. Are you Are you yeah, seeing well, any bul- bulb development yet? Uh, well, I, I've seen some, but that's because my dog dug up some. So. Oh. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't no. seen anything. Uh, I haven't seen anything breach the top yet. So, yeah. How many leaves have you got on the top? Oh, you know, I haven't counted. Four to, them, four to five. Kinda, they're, they're, no, there's some more than that actually. I think. Yeah. Oh, all right. Then you're but, doing good. Yeah, but they're, they're, yeah, they're about a foot tall. And what so, variety did you use? Well, you know, I wish I knew. My wife went and and got them, and I said, no sweet onions. I want something that tastes like an actual onion. And and she got something, but she didn't remember what she got. Oh, oh, the Cajun. Red Cajun? Yeah. No, she said it was a white. She got it there at Millburgers. Okay. Yeah, the one one that was supposedly the... I'm afraid you got a sweet one. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. I mean, onions are... I I can do with onions, just as long as I have them. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah Jerry, I, I mean, right. I'm anxious to see how your experiment turns out. I'm glad you did it. Well, uh, so Jerry, when can I expect them to? Uh, you know, I, maybe I have to go download Ju- it again. June. When can I expect it? June. June. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. We right. got two thirds of March left. April, May. Yeah, but I, I, well, I'm going to take some take some green ones and because uh, I got to make some room for uh, tomatoes yeah. as well. I haven't seen yeah, any put, any bulb development yet. I've got mine are tall too. Uh, 
Yeah, put, put them at least four to six inches apart, especially the ones with the Osmoco. Yeah, no, I, I I did give them some room, actually, all of them. I, I, typically what I do is I, I plant them a little bit closer and pull out the green ones and use them. There you go. But, uh, I, yeah. I bet so you I, got I, that off that show. I bet he learned that off that show. So, learned a lot some, off that show. A couple of old guys, grumpy old guys that think they're funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Uh, all right. Thanks, oh, hey. thanks for calling. You take care. Yeah, all right. Thanks, guys. Good luck Good to you. All right. Let's see if I can do this differently now. 308-8867. All right. Let's see if, Ke- if Calvin recognizes this. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know that I could. Because the man, the man said, you, "You know those songs," he said. Yeah, they're they're pretty, pretty distinct. Distinct, yeah. but the, I don't know. That that sounds more like it. Yeah. This is the male jeer song. It says, "This is on allaboutbirds.org." And they, they have. Oh wow, this is noisy birds. Oh, do you put out crushed eggshells to give your martins a source of grit? No. No. Oh. How about this one? Well, that's, that, that second one was the most distinctive. This is a little different. We, we got a... Are you ready? Or are you yeah. going to listen to martins tomorrow? No, no, whatever, you know. <laughs> we got a... I uh, like they're fighting, do Yeah. We got an email from Gail Galegels, who was just on the radio with us. Yeah. And she she was uh, reminding us that on on uh, beauty berries, generally we don't cut them back. But I think she's thinking of when they're we don't prune them generally when they're yeah sprouting. But Gail, we're talking on we we think kids are probably frozen. Frozen uh, back. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of them, including mine, are. Uh, froze back. So at some at some point, when it's clear where the uh, growth, where or the live and the dead yeah. uh, differentiates, that uh, in fact uh, it's better to cut them back than to have. A, well, in most landscapes, it's better to cut them back than to have the sticks down. Again, that's the most commonly asked question that we're getting now. People are getting anxious to cut things back and. Uh, like you say, it's 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 no problem to cut things back uh, now if you want to, and to kind of clean up your beds and things like that. Well, we're Especially s- lantanas and yeah, things like that. Lantanas, you know, wasn't but a couple a week ago. I was thinking there were lantanas hadn't started to come up, but I saw a bunch of them now coming up. Yeah. And the the salvias, which surprised me. The oh blue, yeah. The blue salvias are all coming back back up. Esperanza, Esperanza is coming back. Yeah, it's really coming back. I haven't, I haven't seen any Poinciana, but no, I, I imagine they, they. Uh oh, Calvin's getting up. Uh oh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're on our own. Hey, you made him crazy. I know. I have so I have a begonia question. One, it's on sale. Mention that. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm looking for something to plant in the hanging basket that Just would be, that would be shade. Um, with the begonias, they would qualify for that. Indirect sun. It's under right. underneath like a patio. Um, with the whoppers, I like them so much. Would, they, would the whoppers be a good shade? Absolutely. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, wild whopper is just a 
uh, uh, regular fibers rooted begonia on steroids. In other words, it's bigger leaves and everything. Well, in in the ad, we say we have varieties for uh, sun and shade, which I presumed meant that there were two different varieties. Yeah, the the we used to think that the the ones with the red foliage on them, the vodka series we called it, yeah, uh, would take more sun than the green leaves. Oh, okay. And so I imagine that's what that that's referring to. But uh, in our experiments with it. Uh, we we found that uh, it's when you get them established. In other words, if you if you get them established early enough in the spring, even in the full sun, they'll live and go through the summer. Oh, okay. And they they'll turn red. The foliage will turn red and everything else. In in the conditions that I had, which would be a hanging basket under. Not on the edge of a porch. Okay. So it, it's going to get a little sun, not much at all. Uh, will they bloom and they'll, they'll? Oh yeah. Okay, then I'm going to go for those then. Yeah, yeah, that that would be the best one. Okay, I'll have to ask Trace. We have lots of begonias, uh, so uh, if you're looking for begonias, come on out to Millburgers and and do that. Hey, well, we have to wrap up. Anything else you need to talk about before we say say goodbye for today? If I do, we'll talk about it tomorrow. All right, then. Same time, same station. Don't forget, David Rodriguez will be here next Saturday doing his spring vegetable gardening class. It's an adult gardening seminar Ooh. from uh, David Rodriguez. We're going to have to call David and ask him about that. Adult. Yeah. All right. That's going to be Saturday, uh, the 11th, from 1030 to noon, over here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery here at 1604 and Bull 40 Road. For more information on that, go to Millburgers. Nursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Have you ever seen David in a bikini? No. So Me either. Do Would you, you want to? No. Well, well, we'll find out next week. And, uh, no, I don't think that's what's Speedo. Happen. You'll have your speedo. Uh, we got to say goodbye for today. Join us next uh, tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.